Algar Productions. Welcome to the Post-Atomic Steven Universe podcast, with your hosts, Ron Algarwatt and Matt Robotham. Covering Steven Universe the movie, with Nathan Lajeunesse. Hi friends, it's it's us again and we're back, we're back in the, the current decade, mm-hmm. the calling this the tens the now the teens the The time of the now yes and uh our pal nate is here picking the most nate thing nate could ever possibly pick (laughs) i try do you it feels effortless to me (laughs) well yeah you're right (laughs) just skating around picking awesome shit Uh (laughs) uh-huh like here is a character who is basically me, and, and you know i'm gonna mention this several times to get used to that that was not my fault We've all made our peace with that. I didn't write uh, him. No, and I, you probably bonded with this show before those, like, those uh, similarities became apparent, but... Yes. There are, there are moments when Amanda and I watch the show and just turn to each other and go, Nate. I mean, that's why I like the show, because he does stuff that I would do in that situation if I was a small mm-hmm. boy who is half made out of light. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. I would say at least a third made of <laughs> Didn't didn't uh, a friend of ours just uh, send you a, a a bit of Steven Universe accoutrement? Also? I believe that to be true. Yes, and it has decided my Halloween costume for me. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yes, I believe that. Am I wrong? That was Terrence, right? Yeah, yes. Tidro sent sent Nate the uh, the pink jacket that that Steven wears. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Which like was... just came out. <laughs> Uh, why? Yep. How? Uh, I happened to be talking to her, and she's like, uh, "I just found this, this jacket that is the Steven Universe jacket." And uh, what size do you think Nate wears? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she knew that. She didn't ask me. That. <laughs> I was like, don't be ridiculous. This story doesn't yeah. seem plausible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Matt, I know you only like through the series only uh, watched a bit of it, like about half of it. Um, I've seen, I think, into season two. I like it a lot. I just, you know. What's yeah, like the no, last thing that you remember happening? Mm-hmm. What is it? Do you? Oh remember? God, I don't know. I haven't watched. <sighs> Fuck. Well, he didn't know who Bismuth was. No. So that's pretty far back. Well, business, um, business but, is pretty pretty far into it, I think. But I know Paradox. Mm-hmm. I would good say about halfway now. through. Yeah. I think the last one I remember is them trying to is uh, them trying to launch a rocket out of the backyard. Ooh, wow. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's some time ago, but but you didn't have a lot of trouble following along, right? Like, no, might not, have been... well, first of all, there's a really good intro right at the beginning to sort of right. like catch everybody up. Yes. Secondly, I exist on the internet. Yes. Ah, yes. Yes. Yes, as you can see, when uh, something new, Steven Universe drops, and Nate begins freaking out, and <laughs> I have to either see it now or completely sign off. Well, the other thing is... I is do, I delete the apps from my phone, because uh-huh. I habitually open them, and if I see a spoiler, I will cry. Yeah. See, I'm kind of on the other side of this. Where This is one of those shows where I don't really care what the spoilers are, because I'm not going to enjoy it anyway. Like, yeah, the mm-hmm. way they pull it off is often much better than the like knowing what the actual thing is. I get that. It's like, oh, I know what happened. Well, I guess there's no point in watching this now. I, mean, I, I still would watch it anyway. I just like the feelings that happen when I watch this oh, show. Sure. And if it's just, if I know it's coming, then it's not as impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And for me, if I know something's coming, I'm just looking for it the whole time. Yeah. And that distracts me from being in the moment because I'm like, okay, well, this is inevitable. So where when's it going to happen? Is it now? I'm very good at ignoring that kind of thing and just sort of shutting that part of my brain off. There was like a character death in a show that I was like catching up on and I knew about mm-hmm. the character death because people on the internet are terrible. Mm-hmm. And so like mm-hmm. every time this person was in at risk, I was like, oh, is this the time? He's going to mm-hmm. he's going to die now. Oh. Yep. Well, I hate I hate the thing on the internet that is like, well, this has been out for 5 seconds, so I can talk about it now. Yeah. So just did we all just need to sign on for a rule that's like, okay, a month. Mm-hmm. That's how long you get, or whatever. Like yeah, you have to is, pick the time, the time that you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, the two yeah. the two dudes who made uh, Avengers Endgame were like, okay, no spoilers for two weeks, and for some reason, everyone on the internet followed that. Yeah, because yeah. they actually so I, said, "Here's the deadline," and then after that, go nuts. So I guess I we actually, just need that for everything. I actually didn't know about, and I I won't be a guy who spoils it in case there's still someone out there. Mm. But there was like a major character death in Endgame that I didn't know about until I saw the next Spider-Man movie that deals with that. Was oh, like, yeah. Oh, that person died? Mm-hmm. Huh. I did not know that. I don't yeah. even remember what happened. I probably uh, have seen that movie. It was a bit of a blur. <laughs> yeah, a duck blur. There's so mm-hmm. many of them. Yes, there sure are. <laughs> All right, so why don't, why don't I first uh, summarize what happens in Steven Universe, the movie, and then we can... can yes, tell us all do. about it. All right. We... Begin with a recap of the series so far. For anyone who's just joining us, the titular Steven Universe, a cartoon version of this week's guest, Nathaniel Lajeunesse, is a teen boy who is half-human and half a light-based alien called a gem. His mom, Rose Quartz, hooked up with a scraggly musician-type human named Greg and gave up her life so that Steven could be born. It was the only selfless thing she ever did, and one day we'll probably find out that it wasn't. Because ever since then, Steven has been cleaning up Rose's messes. See, it turns out she was really Pink Diamond, one of the four gems who ruled over a ruthless, colonizing space empire. Rose rebelled against her sister moms, the other three diamonds, fought a war to defend the Earth from being conquered, and then met the aforementioned Greg and conceived the aforementioned Steven. She also did a bunch of shady and or careless stuff leading up to this, which, again, Steven has been dealing with ever since. Steven was raised from birth by three crystal gems. Pearl, who was deeply in love with Rose and may finally just be getting over that now after thousands of years. Amethyst, who once turned into a horse and made me laugh so hard I thought I was going to suffocate. (laughs) And Garnet, who is actually the combined fusion of two gems called Ruby and Sapphire. If you think that's an unusually high number of women in love with other women in this children's cartoon, A, you are correct, and B, it's kind of very awesome. So we joined Steven a bit after the big season finale where he reunited with the other diamonds, convinced them to stop being conquering space jerks, and everyone got cool new outfits. (laughs) Steven's 16 now and ready to go back to Earth uh, to hang out in Beach City with his dad, his probably girlfriend Connie, and a bunch of pretty interesting townspeople. Except Ronaldo, that guy sucks. There it goes. Next, (laughs) Next we get a recap of the recap, this time in song form. Then Steven says the thing that no protagonist should ever say. Life is perfect. Everything should just stay like this. And we all know what happens when you do that, dummy. A funky (laughs) spaceship slash giant drill descends from the heavens, piloted by a shouty anime character with stretchy powers. Her drill injects some kind of poison into the earth because we don't already do enough of that on our own, I guess? And then she, which is to say Spinel, the shouty anime character with stretchy powers, gives everyone amnesia. But not the hilarious kind of amnesia like you get on the Flintstones where everyone thinks they're gangsters or race car drivers or something. They just forget the past five seasons of character development and spend the next very large chunk of the movie re-becoming the characters we all know and love. 
Seriously, this is most of the story. After an exceptionally long fashion, everyone's backstories are properly restored, including Spinell's and uh-oh, here's another bit of unresolved Rose Quartz bullshit for you, Steven. <laughs> Turns out they were best friends back in the day. Then Rose just sort of wandered away and left her to die of sadness like Fry's dog in that one Futurama episode. Not the subsequent Futurama movie where they undid that, though, just to be clear. <laughs> So yeah, she's still annoying, but now she's also tragic, which is the thing this show does pretty well, but I liked it better when it was Peridot, honestly. <laughs> then things get kind of fucked up as Spinel offers to help Steven, but then feels like he's only using her to save the Earth and turns on him again. Only now it's the third act, so the Crystal Gems save the day. Like they always do, as prophesied in the theme song. <laughs> Then, the diamonds show up and criticize the dump planet Steven lives on and these terrifying villains that loomed so large over the entire TV series are now basically his judgy moms, which I can't deny is pretty hilarious. Oh, and Steven heals the entire planet by kissing it because, again, he is literally Nate. <laughs> it yep. made me so happy. <laughs> uh-huh. I figured. <laughs> he so has healing in powers character. in his spit. There's a reason why kissing stuff makes I it know. better. <laughs> No, there's a great bit in the episode or in the movie when he gets hit in the face and his nose is bleeding and he has to like kiss his own finger to f to fix it. <laughs> I don't think I caught that. Mm. He didn't have powers then. He was just. It happens. Oh though, so yeah, it's probably a reflex action. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very good. Mm -hmm. I I love how, um, unconventionally masculine. Like Stephen's a boy, but all of his powers are about healing and. Mm -hmm protecting yep that is I love incredibly his, his deliberate gem, his yeah gem oh i know a shield which i really like yeah 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 all the all the women in his life are the fighters and he's the one that protects everyone mm -hmm. and i love that so much and watching him like come into those powers mm -hmm. like to come into mm -hmm. that role in the group is it unfolds very slowly in the show because it's in the show is like 10 11 minute like, yeah every episode is like bits and pieces yeah. of story Mm -hmm. And especially at the beginning, a lot of it is more like cat fingers mm -hmm. and it very, very, it's interspersed with bits of plot that you can tell is like, there, there's a lot there, mm -hmm. but you don't and get to see it. It's unveiled slowly as Steven. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's how they wrote it. They wrote like this huge, huge, huge story and then wrote steven's perspective of it which when he's mm -hmm. very little was very very small pieces and then as he grew older and learned more he learned more about the story that already existed behind everything and we got to mm. see that that's one of the things i like the most about the show because i usually check out with shows with big elaborate backstories after a while i just can't keep it all straight but the show feeds it to you so gradually yeah well, and they really that i have no problem keeping up they really sort of throw you out of the deep end just in the pilot like the show opens with him just living with these three women and we'll get to everything eventually yeah you know mm -hmm. it's just like the show's like well don't this is where we are don't worry about it we'll get to it just no and it feels like a standard i don't know these are superheroes or aliens or yeah. whatever and they're fighting bad guys you'll you'll catch you've them. seen cartoons you're fine yeah 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 it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's made by somebody who has like the most deepest love and respect for cartoons, and has mm -hmm. has made made their own vision. And and no, and there's so many different at different points in the series and in this movie too. So many homages to different kinds of animation. Oh yeah, but we get to which that. I yeah, think is cool. <laughs> and it's interesting, Nate, because you do this for a living, and and 
we've mentioned this on the show, but mm. now like it's it's very relevant because we're talking about a cartoon being made. So like I'm very interested in hearing like your your perspective as as animation goes on this stuff. Uh, like the actual animation? I just just like different little like it'll come up naturally. I'm not putting you on the spot right now. I'm just saying there's yeah. certain things where it's like, why did they make that choice? And I bet you know. Well, the reason why the show looks so fantastic all the time is because it's still animated on paper. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else that is animated on paper still. Really? Uh, Venture Brothers is, but that show comes out once every two years. And it's made by two guys. (laughs) Steven is not exactly on a standard release schedule, which is maddening. (laughs) Let's just say it doesn't come out as often as the Garfield show. (laughs) (laughs) yeah which like uh, to be able to do that in this like the way that tv animation for children is right now is is like how Mm, how did you make this happen no this is the most bingeable show there is because of the way they serialize it and you get at best you get a five episode block of episodes and then nothing for a while sometimes you just get one and nothing for a while yeah i've seen like where it'll be like hey we're getting like five steven universe episodes on this one day watch yeah, them they call immediately mm-hmm. yep <laughs> and I, I understand that it takes a while but you can build up a backlog and then release them you know on a normal schedule i i don't know i have no idea how they why they made the choices that they did about releasing the show but i did not like them i'm sure that that there's a reason why they did it that way and it was for like viewership or money or something i I feel like that comes from the network not the not the people making it yeah absolutely but let's get into why you chose this name okay I mean, I basically was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you, you wrote some words. <laughs> I so. did. Um, I love this show so much, and there's too many reasons to like pick one reason why I chose the show. Pick and many. I'm not even going to touch on most of the stuff that I love about this show in this entire conversation just because it's not possible. But <laughs> I love any show where people become friends and love each other and sing songs about loving each other and they fix their relationship problems because they love each other and because they think that their relationship is worth fixing. I love love. And this show explores so many different ways that people connect with each other. And this show makes me feel feelings. And the people who who made it put so much of themselves and their love into it. And you can tell because it's so good and so real. And Rebecca Sugar fought to be able to make this show how she wanted to do, how she wanted it to be. And in the business of children's television animation right now that she managed to do as much as she did and have as much control as she did is just astounding. I can't even fathom how she managed it. And it's such a huge story that they created. And to be able to tell it without getting canceled in the middle because it got slow in one part or something or and or not have it be censored into just mush. I don't even know how it happened. It The fact that this show exists is kind of a miracle. It's so different than anything else that's on. And and so much of the overtly queer themes in this in yeah. particular. D- d- she pitched it as a story about a small boy going and fighting with his magic powers and stuff. And that's how you get in. Mm-hmm. But to be able well, to we can stay make toys there. Out of this. Yeah. To, to Do be they, but no, that's the thing. I don't fighting? think they can make toys I, I, out of this. I have never walked into a toy store and seen Steven Universe toys ever. I don't know that that's the main... Oh, you should main... come to the animation studio. <laughs> of course an animation studio has toys, but no, it's I'm saying I don't see them. 
I don't see them on the shelf with Star Wars and Barbie is what I mean. Like I, I think don't... there's pop vinyls and that's like it. There's yeah, pop vinyls it does... and everything. I'm saying like a lot of kids shows like exist to sell toys and I don't mm. know that this one does. They may have toys but it doesn't seem like the main function, you know. No. I think that's because of where it came from. Mm. Right. Like a human being who had a story and wanted yeah, to right. sell it. It's just like that's the thing. The show doesn't seem profitable. Yeah. <laughs> That's it what is, I mean. though. Like, is it? good. There's, well, there's tons of merch. Okay. Well, I, I mean, know I there's, know like, books. storybooks and stuff. I've seen a bunch of those at work. Yeah, there's yeah. books. They made, like, a mobile game. They made, uh, they have all of, like, the T-shirts and stuff on their mm. website. They have okay, that good. hamburger backpack, <laughs> and a hot dog bag that Which I, I know own. for a fact you own. <laughs> because you are Steven. <laughs> But yeah, they, like I say, the the overtly like, okay, you can you can read between the lines and you can say, well, these two are a couple. But this show then just does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like um, the the two that make up Garnet are a couple. They get married. Yep. We watch their wedding, and now Garnet wears two wedding rings. And the I, way I that they know, did that, that episode was, was that. like masterful to be able to. They brought it into the story in a way that it, you can't just cancel the lesbian wedding episode because you will be missing parts of the story. Yep. <sighs> no, that happened during the like a very big climactic mm. thing. It wasn't just its own story. It was going on with a lot of other stuff. And that's so awesome. Yeah. Yep. And there's and once you realize, okay, that's a thing in this world. I don't have to look for it. It just exists. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you reinterpret a lot of other relationships, and you're like, oh. Those two are probably a couple. There's probably tension there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, okay, this this opens up a whole thing that I don't have to invent myself. Yeah, well, in the in the movie, there's a background lesbian couple who apparently have um, had another child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they had a yeah, kid in right, the show, the, and then in the, the movie, the humans they had in the Beach one. City, right? Yeah, like not gems, which is yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. The gems, though, the Heaven and Earth Beetle are. Mm-hmm. Holding hands mm-hmm. <laughs> and going on their afternoon constitutional. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. <laughs> but, but like for the longest time, I got a real "Are these two dating?" vibe from uh, Peridot and Lapis, and I I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> I think there was a point where the network had to make a choice, uh-huh. and they chose correctly finally yes, we are we are going to not only like allow this but like get completely behind it yeah good i can't I'm even imagine how much work that took and how many meetings there were oh my god <laughs> yeah worth fighting for no though. again the show so is good. a miracle yeah yes and you're right it talks about so many different kinds of love mm-hmm. yeah and i know a lot of people uh, one of the things i didn't talk about in my summer this you know there was a lot of little moments that i didn't talk about there's but so much like there is, but there isn't. But we'll yeah. get into that. But <laughs> yes, there's. A, we've seen fusion. We've seen like two gems turning into one thing, mm-hmm. a bunch of times. But we've never seen Stephen fusing with his dad. And I saw on the internet a lot of feelings about this. It's so conflicting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it because the thing about fusion that I've always thought was it's not necessarily romantic love it is in the case of garnet mm. but we've seen pearl and amethyst fuse and those two aren't into each other they barely like each other <laughs> they love each other but they don't really like each other yeah 
In fact, that was the point of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and Stephen and Connie might now sort of be like now that they're teens, romantic. But mm-hmm. the first time they fused, they were what twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and that gets into an uncomfortable place because is this a sexual thing? I hope not. You know, so. <laughs> that that episode was so good. Yeah, it yeah. Was. But all of that precedent meant, like, him fusing with Greg. I didn't have a problem with it, but I, I understand why people mm. did. But mm. to me, it's like, no, he loves his dad. Those two, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. it's intimate. But yeah. it's not, like, romantic or sexual yeah, exactly. or anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of love, but it's still that fundamental, like, how fusion works. And also, dancing is part of it. And those two have been very musical together their whole lives. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Also... A good chunk of the internet thinks Stag is very sexy. Mm. (laughs) When that scene happened, I was sitting on the couch just, like, screaming. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Oh, my God. And then he started singing, and I was like, oh, no. He's so cool. I meant this is your bad thing. Yeah, yeah, I do not care for Stag's design. I don't have a problem with the actual fusion or whatever. I just, like... The character looks like he got here from another cartoon. Yeah, it's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> is okay. Okay, so this is just a thing I don't know about. Then it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it might be inspired by that, but yeah. Also, there's a lot of hair going on there. Like a <laughs> yeah, lot of he hair. Had so much hair, you needed extra there's... arms to put it on. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. <laughs> you know, he's a big dumb rock and roll guy. Just he shows up with it, just like, oh, I don't care for this at all. <laughs> like i say there is a and this thing's only been out for what a month mm-hmm. yeah and there's a there's a chunk of the internet who is super into him like the, that i've seen and i don't follow a lot of steve cool godspeed for all of them mm-hmm. the song was so good though oh that's my good thing so <laughs> just get these out of the way all right <laughs> uh, i mean was, all the me- that wasn't that same song that was a different song oh okay but still, let's, like, while we're talking about it. I mean, all the music in this is very good, but Disobedience a fucking banger. Also, yeah. I really love Kate Micucci. She's so good. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have I have a question about that, Nate. Yes. As as the reigning Steven Universe expert. <laughs> isn't Sadie's band, didn't they decide they only do Halloween songs now? <laughs> like spooky music? Uh, Well, I don't know. It's kind of like a punk, rocky type song yeah but 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 there was a whole episode about how them finding their sound their aesthetic is spooky that's why they're like what is it sadie killer what is it i forget what's the name of the band i don't remember (laughs) sadie killer and the suspects that's it that's a good fucking band name yeah Yeah. they decided that they were gonna like do spooky stuff that was their whole thing and did i miss something did they change their minds no it just needed to be that for the movie no and that's fine i (laughs) thought like i agree with you matt i think that's the best song in the thing by far but Hmm. it felt like it felt crowbarred in like a lot of the beach city stuff does to me it felt like and also there's a big rock show there's a lot of gem drama happening but never mind that we're going to a rock show i mean they always do that that's like that's the show i know it's I like know. here's all this drama and stuff and all these huge things that are happening and also my friend's having a birthday party and i have to go yeah, here's it. onion <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah and then onions going on a magical forest adventure ha, what <laughs> in, in a world full of like creepy magical evil you know like aliens 
here's the creepiest kid you will ever meet. Uh-huh. He's such an interesting character. There's a, I know. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, there is. Behind the eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know. Let, let's talk about the songs, because this is my bad thing. Mm-hmm. There were there were good songs, mm-hmm. but I thought a lot of them were very samey. And I complain about this a lot about this show, not because I don't like them. I like more of them than I don't. I, I like well over half the songs on this show. I like a lot of them. <laughs> so but generous. only because, uh, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> no. like, e- enough that I can say I don't, like, I had to sort of mathematically, do I like the songs in this show? Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about it, like, okay, I like more than I don't. And mm-hmm. yes, that is that equals true. <laughs> but we talked about this. Every episode is only 11 minutes. And sometimes we go months without new episodes. And then several of those minutes are singing instead of dialogue or plot. And it's it, it frustrates me because it's like, this is it. This is all we get, and five minutes of it is singing. Mm-hmm. But I thought, okay, this is the movie. They got time. They could they could do both. But it's like I see this in your notes, Matt. It's like mm-hmm. an opera. Yeah, no, it I, is. I, I thought this movie was an opera for the first chunk. And I mean, basically, just, it, it kind of yeah. yeah yeah. And it's not just the songs, but this is a large part of it. It just felt like the interesting stuff started happening about two thirds of the way through the movie. Like we were doing a lot of recap and a lot of getting characters back to square one and then the interesting stuff starts and it's like come on man this is big like all the stuff with spinel all the all the all the meat of it happened at the hour mark out of 90 minutes and mm. it's like where come on and then it was like bum, 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 done. yeah then it was relentless mm-hmm. <laughs> and just, like you I, see I, there's I, like a point in our all of our notes where they kind of just stop because everything just happens yeah yeah <laughs> and then it's the end like, but oh, my last so note, we, there's still like 10 minutes left in the episode. Yeah, and what happened? Spent, they just tied everything up. That's it. Mm-hmm. It spent so much time getting there, though, and it's like mm-hmm. all of this stuff could have happened over the same time and just cut out a lot of that, you know? Yeah. Well, we had like the recap of everything to kind of introduce mm-hmm. us to all the things that uh, happened in the show, and then yeah. we did it again in a different yeah, all fashion. The, each character then sang what their individual deal was, which mm. in a way is cool. But yeah. yeah, we already had that prologue. That's not what I wanted out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and even even like Matt, who has only seen a bit of the show, probably knew most of the things, right? Well, yeah. My my biggest thing was like, if all the characters lose their memories, it means I don't get to hang out with these characters I like. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And what I love is all of them have evolved. None of them are in the same place yeah. that they were when they started, and that was the point of all this. To show I mean, that, that was but, the show. We already yeah. did that. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If we're if we're picking up chronologically where the last thing left off, I want these new characters. Mm-hmm. I want this pearl that's almost over Rose now, mm-hmm. and I want this like amethyst who's more comfortable with herself, and so on and so on. You know. Mm-hmm. And instead, we spent most of the time getting them back there, and yeah, like you said, we did that already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, there's still a lot to like. All the all the pearl and Greg stuff was so fucked up. I loved oh, yeah. it. <laughs> I love how uncomfortable he is. Well, he's always uncomfortable. There's well, always yeah, weird no, shit yeah, happening, he and he's just so confused all the time. There's a great line where he is, "Dad, I don't understand what's happening anymore. Now you know how I feel all the time." Yeah, I was a, I was a little irritated because that's the only Greg we got. Like we've seen Greg be supportive and helpful and yeah. so forth, and all we got was hapless yelling Greg the mm-hmm. whole time. He's such a good character. I he love is. I love his dynamic on this show as Steven's dad who but he like Steven doesn't just has never lived with him, you know? Yeah. 
And he's I mean, like he's so right confused there. by everything that's happening in mm-hmm. Steven's life, but he tries so hard to be supportive and helpful. Oh, he feels like the most supportive dude ever. Just like, okay, I guess this is how things are going now. Yeah, I don't confused, understand but it, but uh, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, he's he's never judgy about it. He just doesn't get it. There's mm-hmm. a difference between I don't know your life and I don't approve of your life. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's a very different. I, I like Greg a lot. He's a very good yeah dad character but in this his entire like i like this aspect of greg but that's all they showed us was mm-hmm. like i don't know what's going on the whole time and it's like there's there's more to him than just that i mean i a lot of the characters are just one note and yeah this, and there's like there's so many other things that i would want to i wanted to hang out with them and have them mm-hmm. do adventures together and stuff but yeah. they were just like i'm here i'm singing a helpful song okay well bye mm-hmm. and no character on the show is one note like no. no, that I can think of, and so it was weird to make that choice. I get it; you have to streamline things for a movie, but you know. But anyway, the the Greg and Pearl stuff, like Matt, you know enough about that backstory, right? To to get what was going on there. No, you should you probably don't. just tell me. <laughs> There's okay. no it's, way it's... we can explain all of it. <laughs> I well, the the broad strokes are that uh, Pearl was super into Rose when they came to Earth. Oh, sure, okay. Then Rose completely dropped Pearl because she was infatuated with the next thing because that's how Rose rolled. And she was into Greg and Pearl was super like jealous and hurt and Mm. carried that with her long after Rose was gone. And they had an episode, I don't know, a couple seasons ago where those two finally just like sat up all night talking about it. Mm. And it was my exact experience once that I met up with someone who had also dated my toxic ex and we literally did the same thing. We sat up all night talking about the toxic ex and how she impacted us both. And I was like, Oh my God, this is my life right now. Uh-huh. That was the like, that's good like that. the, some of the best songs in the show. That was yep. their first, Agreed. that was their first musical episode, which was uh-huh. like the blueprint for this movie. I, I liked that. It was so good. Yeah. There was like and this you... whole little plot thing, but it wasn't trying to go through everything. It was trying mm-hmm. to explore that one thing, which was no, the connection was between with... Pearl and, and and Greg. And it was dealing with things that had always been there, but new aspects of it. Like we were taking yeah. it forward. And just the, the fucked up history of Pearl still being there. And, and it's always there if you look for it in a rewatch. Mm-hmm. It's always there. She always kind of resents him but knows for the sake of Steven, she can't really be like that. Mm. And there's a lot going on there. And so in this, uh, Pearl gets reset back to her default setting and she's like a servant. <laughs> so <And> creepy. <clears throat> she imprints on Greg and serves Greg, who does remember everything and is super uncomfortable with all of it. <laughs> because it's horrible. Yeah. It is horrible. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and we like, don't spend any time on it either. It's just happening in in like this one scene there's a couple well things, okay we come yeah. back to it occasionally it's just all but, weird and bad but then they like try and so, fix it <laughs> it's it's so what this show does really well which is a really complicated kind of fucked up relationship that turns out okay mm-hmm. and they're trying to snap pearl out of it and they're like well this is going to be uncomfortable greg are you okay if amethyst turns into rose for a minute like to, to maybe that'll do it because mm-hmm. that's who she loved and they tried that he's like yeah and it's it's nice they asked him first because mm-hmm. yeah it would be hard and he's like yeah go ahead if it if that's what it takes do it and they do it and it doesn't work and they're like well what the hell man and it's like oh no uh, stag needs to happen uh, what she needs no, to do no. is lose Greg Greg needs to die <laughs> yeah <laughs> but 
So there's that <laughs> mixed up with all the Rose stuff, mixed up with the fact that it happens at a rock show, which is where she lost Rose in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, there's so, oh, it's delicious. It's that misery <laughs> that I love so much. <laughs> Pearl is so good for that. She's my favorite. She's yeah. not my favorite, but she's my favorite to watch. She has had the best arc. Well, yes. maybe Paradot. <laughs> yeah. Also That's very close, good. It's a close one. Mm. Oh, God, that whole discussion where, I don't know, it took me a while. I only just stopped trying to kill Steven. <laughs> well, I, I noticed that Lapis doesn't have a blatant star in her uniform still. She's got, like, a hint of it. She's not exactly on the team. I know. I like that. Yeah, me too. Thing? She, she. Well, she's always seen herself as more of an outsider than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the big climactic end of season thing, she was actually gone for a while and only sort of reluctantly came back to help. Mm-hmm. She, she so did I, get a costume change, though. And usually when Steven has convinced people to stop killing him, they become <laughs> his best friend. And then they get yep. a uniform change in which stars show up on their outfits, ah. which like... <laughs> Bismuth is now covered in stars. Right. <laughs> and Peridot is also covered in stars. And then Lapis is also there. Uh-huh. <laughs> now that feels you're right though. That feels very right because yeah. she of all these outsider characters still feels like an outsider among the outsiders. Which is why I'm very interested in seeing what happens with those two lapises in the intro oh. for the next season. I didn't notice that. Oh, I noticed so many things in that. (laughs) (laughs) Within an hour after that, the season six opening dropped on the on the internet. I had two people contact me and be like, "Have you seen this yet? Did you did you break this down frame by frame?" I started sending screen caps of like four pixel wide characters, and people be like, "Who's this?" I mean, I saw people doing this when the Picard trailer dropped. So, I mean, <laughs> fandoms yeah. are just like that. Yeah. But... It's because it's so exciting. What's going to happen? I, we don't know. Here's some yeah. hints. Let's try it, and figure it out. There's a bit I really like. Uh, it's in the movie, too. And then they use it in the opening credits where it's like that shot of the the, the Crystal Gems running and Steven running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now he's up front. Yes. Yep. Like for that's, however that's long he was in good, the back yeah. and he sort of falls over. No, he's. They've definitely like gradually been grooming him. He is basically the leader now. Yeah, like, they all they all still turn to Garnet a lot, but it, it's Stephen, <laughs> which is so cool how mm-hmm. it became that way. Yeah, no, and it's been so gradual mm-hmm. that it's like when you go back, like if you do a rewatch and you start at the beginning, you're like how? Yeah, because it's all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and it's not like they made it up as they went. Like you said, they had a plan from the beginning, and it's very clear. Mm-hmm. A lot of times there's little hints there and like, oh, that's they're going to come back to that later. Neat. Mm-hmm. I love it. Or like, oh, no, that's going to be very bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, Nate, you, I mean, we've basically been saying this the whole time, but you're good thing. <laughs> Did I do it? No. I, well, you've, it's kind you've of the whole thing. The whole time, basically. <laughs> yeah. All my friends came back to tell me more stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like. My favorite thing out of everything is hearing people's stories and being told stories. I just love it. And Steven is like, I don't, he's like my favorite character in everything. Mm. No, I get it. Yeah. He's, he's very, very good. And I wouldn't say there's like, I made a joke about Ronaldo and that character does suck, but like he does <laughs> think about the, the, the extended cast of the show. Are there any characters 
apart from him and maybe one or two Beach City guys you wouldn't watch an episode about? Like, they're all pretty interesting. Yeah. Gosh, I like, wish we got to hear some of their stories. That well, I mean, I guess that's why they're doing another season. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they're not even, they're calling it, it, it's not, it's not another season. It's a new series. It's yeah, called it's Steven, Steven Universe, Universe Future. Future. I, right. Yeah. I'm so curious. But I mean, like, I read an interview, Rebecca Sugar basically calls it an epilogue for the show. Mm -hmm. Well, I I do know that as of the the end of this past season, that was their entire original plan. They Mm -hmm. did all the stuff that they set out to do. So whatever they're doing now is, like, all new stuff. So that makes sense. I love it when shows end when the story is done. Like, Mm, Gravity Falls lasted exactly how long it needed to, and then it ended when the story was done. And everybody freaked the fuck out because they wanted more. But there isn't more to that story. You need to go watch something new that he's doing if you really Mm -hmm. like the story. I agree, but people don't like doing that. I know. People want to see... People don't want to see a new Star Trek series. They want to see Picard. Oh, sorry. Am I still talking about that? <laughs> well, the new whatever drops today. So expect to talk about Which? that even more. What are you talking about? The There's a, the, there's a panel at uh, uh, New York Comic Con today. So Oh, okay. Expect well, I mean, more I'm not, of I'm not even disparaging that show. I'm just saying as far as people getting excited. Mm. Like, it'll be what it is. We'll find out. But, sure. Yeah. It's just. When Discovery was happening, not a lot of people, they're like, okay, whatever, another Star Trek show. But now Picard is like, ooh, yes, I know what this is. I want mm-hmm. more of this. Like, yep. People like people things are. that are familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And that's the Star Trek part. But Yeah. There's no, so people much like stuff things that, that you are really can do. Familiar. You don't need to trot out to the old horse and beat it to death again. Um, unless it's Amethyst. <laughs> Never heard of a better description <laughs> of Sir Patrick Stewart than the old horse. Hey. <laughs> I have nothing but respect for my captain. Yes, that is true. And his dog. And his dog. Yes, I love that. (laughs) So, uh, Nate, your bad thing and my good thing are kind of tangled up together. So why don't you start? Because we do need to talk about Spinel. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, For so much of the movie, I was really annoyed and distressed by Spinel and how desperate she was to make a connection while watching everyone else hug and laugh and share memories. And it was feeling like secondhand embarrassment, but not really that. It was just like so unsettling and too real. Mm. There was a bit, and I didn't catch this the first time, uh, when everyone is fusing Mm -hmm. and Spinel is not. Yeah, and she's just looking. she's watching everyone literally connect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have so much in common that they become one. And she's the only one left out, and it's very good. That was the Steg part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They call him Steg. He's credited as a Steg, but I think he should be called Steeg. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, it is a long E in Steven. That makes sense. Right? Yep. I didn't. I, I do know. I remember when it first dropped, and you're like, "What is he called?" <laughs> yeah. I must know. <laughs> and then I went and found out. Yeah. Those but like, those like Opal and um, Steg, they're in their song that they have a duet together. Mm-hmm. They're two musicians who Rebecca Sugar was like, "I really like these two musicians," and then she was like, "Come be in my show." Yeah, I will make <laughs> I will make a new character for you. <laughs> I mean, Opal's I like- not new, but. Yeah. Anyway. I like that 
uh, every and this is because like I'm a I'm a audio kind of guy. Like I I think about voice stuff a lot. Sure. Like, the voices for all the fusions are not one or the other of the voice actors. They're a third voice. No, I like but, that a lot. But they always sound like like they combine the uh, essences, the 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 pieces. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it always sounds like the right voice that would come from those mm. two. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Very Even if I don't on... like it. <laughs> yeah, no, not necessarily. I don't always <laughs> like it either, but it sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, Ruby and Sapphire don't have a British accent, but Garnet is definitely what they sound like together. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know we've why. been trained that from the beginning. So. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yes, but there's a lot of times where it happens like, yes, of course, that's what they'd sound like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's uncanny. I really like it a lot. Um. I don't know any of the other fusion names though, because like they're characters that show up once or twice, and like I'm not as quite as obsessive as some. Hmm. So like I, you say Opal, I believe you that that's what that fusion's called, but I, I don't know that character's been around two or three times, maybe named once. So like yeah, sometimes they don't even say their names, and you have to go on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know those two fuse. That's fine. I don't that's need them, it. but <laughs> good yeah. for them. With more parts. Right. So. <laughs> My good thing is actually your bad thing. Kind I, of. My, yeah. my initial reaction to Spinel was that she was annoying and not interesting enough to be the main villain. But then we start finding out what her deal is, and I was completely captivated. Like, and the second time through, it's all there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not only does Steven have to clean up yet another mess of his mother's, which he just says out loud, and <laughs> what I thought was a really nice moment of self-awareness. Like, he's like, I, I brought everyone else back by taking them through their, you know, their whole experience and my entire life is cleaning up rose this, mm-hmm. this is all i do it's like oh that's very good why am i but, not fixed yet yeah <laughs> th- I, this is exactly my experience the whole time this this should be you know but there's a lot there about abuse and patterns of abuse she yeah. has a line and i didn't write down the exact line but she says i want to keep hurting you because i was hurt yeah and it's just so good mm-hmm. and it reminds me of how well the show deals with that complicated grown-up stuff like it never compromises the fact that it is a children's show it Mm. is presenting it in a way that kids can get it but it's talking about some pretty complicated deep emotions that a lot of grown-ups i know haven't really processed yet Mm -hmm. and you can see how her constant cries for attention are that it's Mm -hmm. not like at first it's like oh god she's like fucking jim carrey just shut up (laughs) It's just but, like bouncing up and down in the background while other people are talking. Her song is I'm your new best friend. Yep. <laughs> and that informs everything she does after that. <laughs> and it's all it's all super annoying on the surface. But when you think about it and Nate, I guess you saw all this, this the, the first time it took me like a rewatch to get it. I didn't actually get it. I just had like this hovering feeling of like, mm, yeah. there's a reason why she's like yeah. this. And I don't know. But and yeah. I got. I got the secondhand embarrassment as well because I was a hyperactive kid who probably did a lot of over-the-top stuff to get attention, and I definitely don't do that now, but <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I certainly am not the one who talks most of the time on this show because I'm insecure. Where did that even come from? <laughs> who said that? What a thing to say. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, now that I think about it, ooh, shit. And like I said, that's the most interesting part, and it happens. Mm-hmm. I looked. I looked at the thing. It was like fifty-eight minutes. Like mm-hmm. this is the emotional core of the movie. Why did it take so long? Yeah, because we had to tell the whole story again. But we didn't. We plus we did Twice. that at the beginning. 
let's do it again. <laughs> also, what I, I, I didn't spot the first time was that prologue where White Diamond's telling the whole story about Steven and everything. Oh, yeah. Went out as a transmission to all the gems everywhere, which is what woke Spinell up in the first place. Ah, yes. Yeah. I didn't catch that. It's like, oh, that was an in-story thing. That wasn't just for us. That was for everybody. Mm. Yeah. In the universe. <laughs> it yeah. was like a public broadcast announcement. Well, yeah. It's like, hey, attention all gems. We are not evil now. <laughs> Stop doing evil. We're good now. <laughs> yeah. And here's why. Because Steven is great. Because because Pink Diamond is dead and gone forever and never yeah. coming back. And then well, goodbye. 6,000 years or whatever it was in that garden hears this and like, Rose is dead? What? I've been here. What? I'm waiting yeah. for her. She can't oh. be gone because I'm waiting for her to come back. come back. She's, oh, God, that's so good. Mm-hmm. That whole song was so good in the garden. That bit yeah. just punched me right in the fucking chest. It was so well done. Right? No, and yeah. it really was that Fry's dog thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was that same that same thing that that gutted everyone. Like, but but they're gonna come back, right? They're I love you. I will now, right? wait. Nope. Yeah, oh. forever. Oh. Except gems don't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just. So you just stand like you there. can shatter them, but they will stand not die there. of natural causes. She can just yeah. be there forever. She stood there for six thousand years. Yep. Yep. Oh. And then apparently was... in, instantly was like, okay, I need a new design to be evil now. <laughs> it took her a minute. She was kind of grown into the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see in your notes, Nate, you were really uncomfortable with Spinel's uh, bio horn. Oh, God. Oh, God. Her like, hand <laughs> turns into a, her pinky finger, like spins around into a weird body horn conch shell, and she's... Mm-hmm. Blows she's got shape shifty stuff, so like she can. Well, she's she's not just shape shifty. She's a cart. She's an old cartoon, which I love. Right. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Like, uh, we're I didn't like the... it when I watched it the first time. I was like, oh, it's... I know what they're doing, and I don't like oh, it. Oh, it's completely upsetting. It's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, do you not like it because you think it's a bad choice production wise, or because it's unsettling, like like it's designed to be? I don't know. Okay. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Rubber hose animation? Yes, exactly. Okay. No, we talked about this, like you said, before before we started, about that whole, like, old-time Bosco and Honey, Betty Boop, like, everything's mm-hmm. moving Everything's always. bouncing and just, like, yeah. mm-hmm. upsetting. It's been, and even like, when she even when she's resting, like, everything's a bit too long and, like, the mm-hmm. knees shouldn't be where they are and just, like, <laughs> ugh. No, and she's, like, a video game character. Even when she's idle, she's still just, like, moving faintly exactly squatting mm-hmm. yeah. doing some squats doing that little like, street fighter bounce yeah, yeah. <laughs> originally i was so put off by how jarring it was because it is so different from the rest mm. of the show mm-hmm. that i didn't like her and like on top of her being annoying like on purpose it was like well this is lame and now it's like oh oh and then at the end she ends up being this sort of court jester for the uh, yeah for the diamonds which is so interesting because somebody said uh, after I watched it that um, people use Spinel, the gemstone in jewelry, as a replacement for diamonds. Oh, that's so clever. That's super right? clever. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so much about this show that I don't even know well, is when, good. When Pearl resets, she's a clamshell. That's yeah. Pearl comes out of a clamshell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking come on. No, this show. This is one of those shows that just need like just write me a book about this show that I can just read. Yeah, a, I want like I want 
the there is one. 20 series novel mm. adaptation of this show written by Rebecca Sugar. There is a very good behind the scenes book that she was involved with that I've mm. read that is very good and probably has a lot of stuff it. that I didn't understand that you would, uh, Nate, about animation and stuff. I need to get that. Mm. Yeah, I, I read it a couple of years ago and I'm trying to pull it up on my Kindle and now I don't know where I put it. But, uh, <laughs> but it is an official book. It's not one of those like, you know, unofficial knockoff trying to cash in things. It's It's got like official, beautiful um, uh, cells from the show and background paintings mm. and stuff like that. Is and, it uh, Steven Universe so Art and nice. Origins? I think that's it, yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's got a lot of like insights. Like she talks about... Um, the character of Steven being based on her brother and mm. all that stuff and what she intended, you know, a lot of the stuff you've mentioned, Nate, about like her, her intentions from the beginning and all that. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. And, you know, it's, it's certainly not as comprehensive as you probably want because you want, you know, I want everything. Well, yeah. none of those, <laughs> if the show's still going, then it's not as, it's not useful. Also that. Yes. <laughs> but no, there's stuff was... that you left out because it hasn't happened yet. I think this was published like at the end of season four or whatever. So yeah, there's still a ton not in there. Mm. And she's got to be vague about, well, our plan isn't done yet, but we're, we're taking it all somewhere. Wink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Uh, what else? Hmm. I ended up writing just a lot of my notes are just lines from the show because they're really fucking funny. Yeah, they are. (laughs) The show does like good, you know, like for as serious as it can get and as heavy as it can get, it does some great like comedy dialogue. Too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't and store actually, things in lion's mane now. That's like the easiest thing I do. <laughs> actually, that brings me to my quote, which is like, this is nothing. This has nothing to do with the story. It's just a fun little thing. And I think we all thought this was funny. Um, uh, at near the beginning where uh, Pearl is playing music with Greg. She says this. <laughs> hey, Pearl. Hey, Dad. Hey, Stewball. Steven, I'm learning to play the bass. I keep telling her it's bass. Excuse me, B-A-S-S spells bass. You're the boss. <laughs> Heck yes, I am. Very good. Mm-hmm. I. It's also <laughs> a subtle way to show that relationship has been repaired. Everyone's off doing what they want. There's no danger right now. And mm-hmm. Pearl has chosen to spend some social time alone with Greg. She's yep. comfortable enough now. That's very good. I just thought of that just now. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. They really are better now. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, because she would. She didn't hang out with him ever. No, she did if she had purpose. to, like in a group, but yeah. not by herself. Mm-hmm. And they're just and they're playing chilling. music. Yeah. She's playing the <laughs> yeah, bass. Like, like she just said, <laughs> playing the bass. Yeah. <laughs> Her, the, every character, every Gemma has their own um, instrument mm-hmm. for their their themes. Like mm-hmm. they, when they're playing like the music behind the actual show, mm-hmm. and um, Pearls is a piano, but she, she's playing the bass. But in in that scene, you do not hear a bass. <laughs> <laughs> you hear piano music while she's That's singing nice. her little song. <laughs> I don't think that's something I noticed. Like, I know her little fusion dance is like a, a ballet, and I remember the mm-hmm. piano there, but I don't remember mm-hmm. it, like, just following her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. And, like, well, in the Mr. Greg episode, mm-hmm. all her songs are piano. Yeah, and she's in a tux, and she's sitting at a piano, and it's very good. Yeah. Steven's very good. instrument is, like, 8-bit video gaming music. Mm-hmm. 
the the best type of music that's a, <laughs> that's a whole extra layer that it that hadn't even occurred to me and now i'm just gonna have to go watch it all again to yep. notice all that i want to watch the whole series again yep i need to acquire it mm-hmm. i i could talk there's so much I may, I may be able to help you there there's so much of it legally of course yes so of course no, yeah. I spend so much money on this show because I want it. I want more. Of course. <laughs> I don't. I was like, I don't even like the soundtrack for this movie. I bought really? it, but now I like it. <laughs> mm. I forced myself to. <laughs> no, I, mean, like I, said, I thought a lot of the songs were samey. One of the things I like about the songs on the show is they're so distinctive, and in this, mm. they felt like a lot of them felt like just variations on the same song. Well, I thought that was like callbacks. Yeah, probably. Whatever the musical version of callbacks is. I don't know. I don't, I, music <laughs> baffles me. Motifs. There you go. Yeah. Motifs. Yeah, that's good. This is one of those shows I was watching, and it's like, how do people make music? Yeah. Man, how? it's not hard. I don't know shit about music, and I've made a ton of songs. It's it not just, that it's, hard. It's one of those things that's just like, What? How I mean, are you doing that? Doing it well is a, is another thing. Mm-hmm. Doing yeah. it's not difficult. <laughs> yeah, you can just get GarageBand. All you have to do is press like six buttons and you have a whole song. Yeah. I mean, Here. somebody else has probably made that song also. No, I've, I've <laughs> composed stuff originally. I just like plink around on my keyboard until, well, this sounds like something. And mm. that's it. There's actually I have a note here where the, the the song that opens the movie sounds to me weirdly like Springtime for Hitler from uh, the producers. <laughs> it super it's does. Like, that was an odd choice. Well, <laughs> Mel Brooks was probably drawing on some classic Broadway stuff, and these mm-hmm. guys were too because the the diamonds are all Broadway guys, right? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> their song that it like it sounds nice when they're singing mm-hmm. together but they're all singing at the same time yeah right and they're singing this yeah i guess but it sounds like it's uh it sounds like it's just a chorus and it's missing the verses of the song yeah it, it came off kind it, of barbershop it, quartet to me it's yeah. definitely one of the weaker ones in the movie which is weird which is ridiculous the, yeah, the it ain't, dis- it ain't disobedient they... i'll tell you that right now yeah <laughs> The big deal about those guys is they have these power. Like everyone goes on and on about how amazing they are, and mm. like that's been the thing for me is like they're barely in the show. I don't get it, but it's mm-hmm. because people who know like legit musical theater are like, no, this woman is a powerhouse. She has been around forever, and she's amazing. And like, well, I believe okay. you, but I don't know that. I mean, you know Broadway, I guess. I, you <laughs> know, I'm sure Brian knows who all these people are. Oh, sure. <laughs> Brian knows but, everything. But Brian probably doesn't watch this show because he's watching, I don't know, Time Tunnel. Because <laughs> he's watching Trash? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, Time Tunnel. Oh, Sorry, Brian. Burn. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so far, Nate and Caitlin are the only people who brought us stuff I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't even my favorite like thing of, of Steven Universe. I thought it was one of the weaker entries, but it was still very enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of, I wish it wasn't a musical, which is weird yeah. because the whole point of it was they wanted to make a musical, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it they like, like did stuff leading up to making a musical because they wanted it to be a musical. It felt like a lot of, and this might be something you can speak to from experience, but it felt like there were a lot of set pieces that were there because they wanted to do a new kind of animation or a, a specific kind of thing. I mean, like, that's like it's it, the whole movie feels like a checklist. Yes, mm. exactly. And yeah. like, like when I had that thought specifically was they're at a construction site 
<laughs> and a chaotic thing happens and everything starts falling apart. And that is a very classic cartoon, like, you know, chaos at the construction site. Mm-hmm. Like a Rube Goldberg disaster yeah, or, scene. Yeah, yeah. It was in like Popeye cartoons. It was in Looney Tunes. Like it, it goes way, way back. Like Tom and Jerry, all, all that so stuff. So tying it least. in with spinning. They dropped a fucking anvil yeah. on someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a spinning buzzsaw cuts a thing down and then everything starts falling. And like, it's, it's fun. But it sure feels like animators saying, you know, we've never done one of these. <laughs> this is a cartoon staple. Why don't we do one of these? And it's like, it didn't really fit. Like, a lot of it felt like that to me. Mm. Yeah. Like I was saying about the rock show. It's just like, and now there's a rock show. We're doing this now. All Again, right. We did that. Check. Okay. Good over scene, here. Great song. But story-wise, it was just like, oh, all right. I guess we're doing this now. Well, I mean, if they thought this was supposed to be, going to be the last thing, like I don't think they did. Okay, no, they knew. I I don't know that. I I'm, I'm guessing I don't know. Mm. Also, there was almost no Connie, which is like a fucking sin. Yep. Oh yeah, and Connie's fucking hardcore when she shows up. She, I love that she's <laughs> gone off to do her own thing. She's not tied to Steven. Like she mm-hmm. helps Steven, and they they love each other, whatever that means. <laughs> but. They like she has her own life. She's going off to space camp. And I like that she's pursuing her own interests and it's not all about him. I I love her little space camp outfit. It is adorable. Mm -hmm. I love him going, but don't you want to be here? We're making a movie. Now I got my own thing to do, man. You've (laughs) you've been to space and you've done more exciting things than camp there. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yeah. No, it was great. And she was in it for maybe five minutes. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I love I love that character. I love their relationship. He's Mm -hmm. she's like Apart from his dad, his his really only serious tie to humans, mm-hmm. she should be there more. And In the movie, nah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's also, speaking of going to space and doing cool mm-hmm. things, um, I, I wish we had more of Lars the Space Pirate, which, Matt, you mm-hmm. know nothing about. <laughs> nope. And the off colors. I just know Lars is that unlikable character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You talk about an arc. Matt probably remembers Lars being this piece of shit. Yeah, he was such a turd at the beginning. Yep, I do. I remember I've seen that episode where they get stuck on the planet for like a month or something. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's where Sadie got her face scar, I think, that she keeps for the whole series. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and and he turns, I, I will admit this as well, this isn't just Nate's opinion, a lot of people, including me, feel like this. He turned into a pretty likable character somehow. I mean, he had to die. (laughs) Yeah. But sometimes you got to (laughs) die. But it's, you know, we're in a magic sci-fi cartoon. Like, dying isn't always it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was so cool, that whole yeah. part of the show there was so much there i was i, loved I was it. almost mad that they were tricking me into liking lars <laughs> yeah <laughs> how dare you yeah because like he was he was one of the characters you could say was one note he was just a turd all the time you could yep. always rely on him to do something prickish this yeah. stupid uh, <laughs> stupid spacers gone Ugh. <laughs> and now you like him <laughs> fuck off and I felt so bad for Sadie the whole time. And, and mm-hmm. we don't have time to get into our, our eternal <laughs> debate over whether they're dating or not. But whatever their relationship is, he is real shitty to her. Mm-hmm. Yep, for most of the show. And I'm real interested in seeing now that he's different and he's back, what next for them? But we didn't really get any of that. Yeah. And. <laughs> I, well, that's that's what the next season's for. Yeah. yeah. So excited. Uh-huh. 
Uh, we should probably start wrapping things up unless you guys got major things to, to talk about. I don't about. think so. No. We're down to just quotes now. <laughs> I know I know. Nate could go on about this show for you know hours, and I know enough about it. I could keep up with a lot of it, but <laughs> that and me looking for an excuse to bring up Flatmouth Steven again. <laughs> He's so hey, good. I put him in the logo for you. I was so happy. <laughs> it's always a struggle. What goes in the O? And mm-hmm. sometimes it's obvious. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, well, the star is already in the Steven Universe part, so I can't use the star. What? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, in the in the first credit sequence at the beginning of the show, this was bit... when uh, this is when I came to your place to hang out and like. Yeah, we you were like, okay, we're gonna watch, we're gonna watch Steven Universe. You haven't seen any of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, like, uh, it's Steven and the original three crystal gems standing mm-hmm. on the warp pad, and Steven's got this face <laughs> that delighted Matt so much. Even now, it's delighting me. <laughs> well, describe it. It's just like he's just got this flat mouth, sort of staring dead on at the camera. It's like that look where you're just like, oh, something's going to happen in about a second, but th- nothing's happening right now. It's the <laughs> funniest fucking thing. It's that blank, stupid Homer Simpson look like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's very and it's funny. just like we're going through episodes and it just murdered me every time. Yeah, because it comes up like after 11 minutes, you see it again. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Still fucking funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, last chance, Nate. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, they were barely in the movie, but we didn't even talk about all the fucking weirdos in Beach City, like uh, five-time Star Search winner Sinbad, or the despicable <laughs> Joel Hodgson. Like, there's there's a lot of people there. There's so many, and I wanted to hang out with all of them, and we just yeah. wandered past them. Sometimes they said one. Lars didn't have a single line nope. in the whole movie. We did. We did spend a minute with, as Matt points out, uh, Sadie is uh, Kate Micucci, which is cool. Yes, I love Kate Micucci. She's so good. Um, came for a minute. Oh, she's so good. In the, in uh, the... she is. Uh, sorry, real quick. Um, yeah, the same person who does the voice for Mrs. Beakley on the new Ducktales. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Which is super cool. In the the in the opening for the new season, she has. Three ruby guards around her. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's very well, like cool. I said, it's I, like it's, four pixels. <laughs> it feels like they're moving toward a sort of like combined gem and human. Like Beach City's gonna be both. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. So the so gems cool. are helping the mayor. Uh, uh, spoilers match. Uh, the 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 grand the pizza granny's a mayor now. I was gonna say I have a note here that says, "Is that Mayor Dewey? Is he just Citizen Dewey now?" Yeah. Yes. They he's did a whole a donut episode. slinger. Yeah. <laughs> He deserves it because he screwed over his old friends. Oh, wait, no, that's Joel Hodgson. It's hard to hard to separate <laughs> them sometimes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for this time. Nate, this was a delight. Thank you. I, yes. I didn't even mind watching a 90-minute thing this time, but, but only this time. <laughs> Don't get any ideas, anyone else. <laughs> it's my favorite show. It's this great. one was kind of on me. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> Oh, Nate and I were talking, and he's like, "I don't know how we're going to pick the the the." Yeah, how do you Universe pick for episode. an eleven hour or an eleven minute show? I'm yeah. like, well, "Isn't the movie coming out next month? Just do that." Yeah, but he asked me. Mm-hmm. It was like, "We're yeah. doing the movie." Like, hey, <laughs> I know you said, said it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." I don't I know, know what this no movie is or what it's going to be, but it's definitely going to be that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> no, and that was great. Uh, 
Next week, though, we are going back to the 60s. Yes. Uh, for something that Amanda and Matt will enjoy, and maybe I will, question marks? Have you seen The Prisoner? I saw it when I was 20, which is the perfect age to see that show. That is. That's when I saw it. Yeah, and I loved it then, and I'm mm-hmm. worried that, uh, you know, my pretentious, like, uh, film school, if I ever went to college, like, I didn't go to film school, but I would have. Mm. <laughs> like, if, if all those leanings have gone away, and I'm just like, oh, this is, this is dumb. Mm. But we'll see. I'm still angry about Twin Peaks season three, so we'll see. Fair enough. I don't have. I have no idea what like. you're talking about. <laughs> That's okay. You might know the prisoner. It's it's uh, if nothing else, you know references to it. It's been mm-hmm. referenced a lot. It was a fucking weird show from the '60s, British show. Mm. Uh, it got real surreal. I don't know if the episode we're doing is particularly surreal, but which I know... one did she pick? Uh, that is an excellent question, and I'm just going to keep talking until I bring up the list. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember off the top of vamp, my head. And vamp, it is vamp. Dance of the Dead. All right. I don't episode remember that seven. one. She ended up, she she wanted to watch the episode she had in mind to make sure it was would hold up. And then she ended up watching most of the series again. <laughs> <laughs> so she just made this choice a few weeks ago. So she knows like for sure. She didn't Socrates sister us, in other words. <laughs> Bob. Good. Uh... All right. So that's next week. Um, All right. That's all for this time. Nate, would you like to promote anything? Uh, I don't really have too much to promote. You can follow me on Twitter at Nathan Laj, L-A-J. Why don't you tell the people what uh, show you are animating for? They could watch the show that you do. Well, you could watch uh, on, I forget what channel it's on, but it's called DNA. That's the one that I worked on previously to this one, which is now airing on the real television. Mm-hmm. And the show that I'm working on now, which is a great show, you can only see it on Amazon Prime. The first season is out already. The second season is what we're making now. It's mm-hmm. called Pete the Cat. Excellent. Please check That's that awesome. out and then freeze frame the credits so you can see. I assume you're in the credits, right? Yes. Well, okay. yeah, I think so. We don't have credits yet. It's not out. But okay. so cool. uh, go watch the first season and then go on Amazon Prime and leave some nice comments on it uh, because there's a lot of people who are real pissed off that the squirrel has two dads. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, they can yep. fuck right the hell off. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Die uh, mad about it. <laughs> as ever uh you can reach us at postatomic horror at gmail our website postatomic the tumblr postatomic we are also on twitter just like nate uh at mm-hmm. algar and at robot matt yep. and uh that's all for this time that's it uh see you folks the postatomic steven universe podcast is a co-production of ron algar watt and matt robotham copyright 2019 please don't sue us we're just doing this until star trek comes back